0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today in the are holding. we're holding... The Amud we're going to learn today is Lamed Aleph Amud Beis, but we're beginning the bottom of Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph. We'll have two sections in today's learning. First, we're going to say eight halachas that we derive from the story of Chana and her tefillah with Elia Cohen, And then we'll go on to a series of agaritas discussing that storyline, many interesting agaritas that we derive from it. So we begin four lines from the bottom of Lamed Aleph. We know the story that in the beginning of Shmuel Aleph, we have Chana, who's married to this lady Chana, as well as Penina. Penina has children, Chana doesn't have children, they go to the Beis HaMikdash every year, and Chana used to daven. So one year it says that she davened, and she cried bitterly. Eliya Cohen walked by, thinking she was drunk, he gave her musr, and she responded, the opposite is not It's not true, he was Choshe Biksheirim, we'll learn about that, and he gave her a bracha, and we'll learn about that as well, eventually she bore Shmoa so we start here four lines from the bottom of Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph Amraf Hamnun Kamah Hilchas Gavre Gavre Vasa Ikol Mishmam Mehani Mehanikray De Khana How many great halachot can we learn from these psukim of Khana So let's go through them The first halakha we learn is Vekhani mi Dabar Salibah It says when she was davening she spoke on her heart So we come from here we learn le Mispal le Shitzarch le Zarkh Someone that Davins has to have kavana. Speaking on her heart is a language of saying having kavana. Second, halacha. Only her lips were moving, but it implies they were moving. Somebody that Davins has to enunciate with his lips. You can't just think it or slur it, but you have to enunciate the words properly. Number three. We mentioned this yesterday. Her voice was not heard, Pasuk says. You're not allowed to lift your voice while you daven It was only it was quiet. Didn't we have I remember we had whether you have to say the words or not. Yes, it was I Machlekes remember? Well, so it is this, this this you would say <laughs> you yeah. have to say the words. <laughs> for sure. I mean for sure you have to. The Machlaikis there may have been if you think, think it I or if to. you right, right. Let's go on. Number four. It says, Eiley thought she was drunk and he told her off. So, Mikan, also, You see clearly, a drunk person is not allowed to dive into Hashem. Now, it's worth noting, I just want to point out, Tais and Amud it's out a place, but over there he quotes Yerushalmi Mesechas Trumas, which is a fascinating thing. He says, But Birkas Hamazen could be said when you're drunk. Why? Because it says, So, the implication is, after you've eaten and become sated, meaning and you're drunk, you're allowed to bench. The Gemara there says, even if you're medumdam, Pirish Teisus says, even if he v'shikor kol kach she'ini He can't even speak straight. Mm-hmm. He's allowed to bench. This is very interesting. Teisus is saying there would be a chilok between tefillah, which would be usur, and birkas hamazon, which the Gemara there your Yerushalmi seems to be saying it would be mutter. Okay, number five. Eli turned to "Until when are you going to be drunk and daven like this?" The so Gemara tells us from this we derive a fifth halacha. If somebody sees something inappropriate that his friend is doing, he has to inform him. He has to tell him off. So Tefseh says, "Would only include But the Kiddush here is even if it's not an isr dairaisa. And there's no isr dairaisa to daven when you're drunk. Still, Ali was required to tell her off because he saw something inappropriate. He made a mistake, obviously, we're going to see. Vatan chana Laya Daini number six. It says, vatan chana Laya Daini. She said back to Ely, no, my masters. There's two versions of what she meant when she said, um, really, Version one is she said to him, you're not my master in this thing. You're not following because you're suspecting me of this. Meaning, you're suspecting me of something that's not true. So another version is, she said, you're not a master in this regard. You're not being guided by the Shekhin and Ruach HaKadosh. Because you judged me in the non-favorable way when you should have judged me favorably. Didn't you know that I'm an embittered woman? Sorry, that's the next thing. Let's actually hold off there. But the point is that... Um, she, she said, meaning she said back to him, I'm not drunk, but rather I, uh, I, I'm a bitter woman and I was davening Tashem, ta and there's nothing wrong that I was doing at all. So I wanted to mention the Gura. He says that Eli's mistake was that he was sent messages through the Urim mm-hmm. and the letters that popped up kaf shin resh He. So he thought it was Shikaira. Koshin. It really was Kishaira. Why he made a mistake? That's what it means. So she said to Eli, I never drank wine. So, this is the sixth halacha, which is, that if somebody suspects you of something that's not true, you have to clarify your position. means there's a moral responsibility. If somebody incriminates you about something, you have to validate yourself. You can't just say, I don't care about it. But you have to validate yourself. Similar to Masechus Tainus, the Gemara says there's an idea of There's a concept we learned by Moshe Rabbeinu who was Mishamish in the Mishkan with the with a garment that had no pockets. Mm-hmm. So nobody would think he stole something. There is such a concept to be clean in the eyes of people. He's calling, is something? Yep. Yeah. Number seven. She said, don't cast your maidservant in front of those who are blial, means those who throw off the yoke. Don't suspect me for something negative. So Amr belazr mikandel shik or shemisbaalel shki keilu oivir avayda zara. It's very negiah to poorim. You now, poorim people get confused about this, but if someone davens when they're drunk, it's like they're worshiping avayda zara. How do we see that? Because kseiv acha l'fnei bas blyal. She said, "Don't make me into a blyal." By someone who does avayda zara, it says yatzva nasim b'nei blyal mikir becha. Those uh, yoke; those who throw off the yoke emerge from amongst you. Which is talking about avayda zara. Malal on avayda zara afkan avayda zara. Beautiful. beautiful. So Eli responded, and this is the eighth halacha, which is, "Go in peace." This teaches us: if somebody suspects his friend from something that's not true, we call it First of all, you have to appease them to make good on it. We even have to give a, br- a bracha to that person. Shinamer, like it says, he says after when he heard that she had davened and he recognized he was chayshut b'kshirim. the Hashem should grant your wish. So that was a bracha, and uh, we see from this that if you're chayshut b'kshirim, you should uh, give a bracha as well. Was, was Elkanah, El-Kana, was he a Kohen also? Elkanah was Levi. Elavi. Shmuel was Levi. So so yes, and that's why actually she. Chana said if you give me a child I'll, I'll dedicate him right. for service of Hashem right. L'chiret means as a levy in the Beis HaMikdash mm-hmm. But in addition he was a Navi Yisrael He gave his whole life for the Tzibor from mm-hmm. two and on mm-hmm. Alright let's move on to the second section So now we're going to get to some fascinating agata About this story of Chana and Shmuel the Pasuk says So she, she made a vow and <coughs> She pledged Hashem So she used the word Hashem of legions and she said, "I'll, I'll dedicate Shmuel to Hashem if you give me a child that day." So, Rabbi Alezer, baruchos, and from the day Hashem created His world, Adam nobody called Hashem Tzvakas of legions, which exhibits Hashem's mastery over everything. Khana Until Chana came along and called Hashem Tzvakas. what was she saying? From all of the legions of creations in your world. Is it difficult for you to give me one son? What is the parable comparable to? A flesh and blood king who made a party for his servants. So a poor person came and stood by the door. He said to the people there, Give me one piece of bread. They didn't listen to him. So he pushed his way to the king. And the Ani said to the king, my master, the king, from the entire feast that you've made, is it difficult to give me one piece of bread? That's what she was saying, you rule over every item from big till small, give me one baby. And she continues, this is a fascinating drasha. She said, you will surely see. That's what she said to Hashem. Amr um, Lazar Amr um, chana Chana made an argument to Hashem that he couldn't refuse. She said like this: "Rabbi If you see my suffering, you give me a child. wonderful. The im it, If not, sirah, you will end up seeing. Means I'll get my wish. Why?" I'll go into seclusion, which is what a saita does, meaning a woman who becomes a saita mm-hmm. with another man. Mm-hmm. And once I become a saita, they'll give me the waters of saita. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to make your Torah false. It means that we know that the Torah says, the Pasuk says, if she's innocent, she wasn't mizane, mm-hmm. so there's a bracha of an Israel that mm-hmm. she bears children. So that's what she was saying. She argued against. Hashem, that she would make it happen, whether he wants it or not. Gemara says, "Ani amar," but this is a This works out according to Rabbi Shmuel de Amar imaisakar nifgades shapir. If she was barren beforehand and after she was a saita and she was innocent, she'll be blessed with children. That's good, it works out. But the other sheet of Rabbi Akiva holds, if she used to give birth beforehand with suffering, she'll give birth with ease. If she was giving birth to females, she'll have males. If she gave birth to darker complexions, like sickly complexion, she'll have lighter, healthier complexion children. smaller children, She'll give birth to larger children. So Michael according to that sheet of Rabbi Akiva, what's the drush of Ra'isira? Titania, where do we know this makhluk like? is it says, Brahma Sechha saita Above the Bryce says, Vinix of an Israel Zorat says that she will be innocent and she'll bear children. So Malami, the Tanakam, Rabbi Shemal says, Rabbi says, if she couldn't have children before, she'll be granted children. But Rabbi Akiva said, this is exactly the issue with this Drasha. All of the barren women will go into seclusion and become a Saita and have children. Take out the word And the one who is a Tzadekis and doesn't do that, she'll lose out. That's illogical Ella, therefore, Biakiva concluded, the puzzle doesn't mean that she'll bear children if she couldn't before, but rather, say If she gave birth with pain, she'll give birth with ease. harukim. Small, she'll give birth to larger ones. levanim, Darker ones, she'll give birth to whiter ones. Echad shnaim. If she gave birth to one, she'll give birth to two. It's very interesting that that should say that. Twins, apparently, is more ideal than one, I guess it's interesting. But then, ma'im Roy Sira. Lamaisa, what's the Biakiva. So the Gemara just answers, and the Torah talks in the way that people talk. Roy Sira is just the way people talk, and there's no inherent Russia in those words. Let's continue. Now, three times in her tefillah, she mentioned the word Amasecha. Masecha means your maid servant, but Rashi tells us here, in the Shorish of it, you have the word Mase, death. So the Gemara tells us like this, the suffering of your maidservant, don't forget your maidservant, and you will give children to your maidservant. So Rabbi teaches, it refers to the three mitzvahs that a woman would die in childbirth if she didn't keep. So what Chana was really saying was, is that I kept all of those perfectly, so I shouldn't suffer by not having children in a a death-like status because I haven't been able to have children. Why does it say it three times? Three tests or checks of death you've created in a woman, which we know are the three mitzvahs that a woman has to keep. We say it in... Exactly. In uh Baumaman we say it. Mm-hmm. So those are the three ways that a woman could die during childbirth. Vamula and others say Divke Misa or three ways that a woman becomes attached to death, which means she might die in childbirth if she doesn't keep them. these are them. Nida uh meant the halachas of menstruation khalah and removing chala from the dough v'adlak and lighting the candles klum avarti man did I transgress any of them? so she was saying why am I being dealt with in a rough way that's like death people that can't have children it's like death so why am I being dealt with this way it's not appropriate and so she david v'nasat ala zera anashim so the Gemara says she said give your maidservant zera anashim so this is an interesting language children of anashim of men. So what does that mean? So it's four pshatim, what she meant in Zerah Anashim. My Zera Anashim. So Amar Rav, Amar Rav, Rav says, Gavra Beguvrin, what she was davening for, it should be a man amongst men. Meaning he should be considered, as Taisva says, somebody that's Chashuv to be counted amongst Anashim. Meaning somebody of prominence, that's what she was really davening for. Anashim, somebody that's Chashuv amongst the people. Shmuel Amar Shmuel says a second pshad Zerashem mm-hmm. Moisech Shnei Anashem It would be a person who would anoint two people Uman Inun Shaol V'david Shmuel Anavi anointed Shaol and David into position of kingship Rabbi Yoichan says a third pshad Zerashem mm-hmm. Shachol Kishnei Anashem She wanted a child that would be equivalent to two men two great men Uman Inun Moiseh referring to Moiseh and and we say in, in uh. Yeah. We say in Kabbalah uh, Shabbos. Moshe ve'aron be'ko'yhanov. Moshe amongst the Kohanim. Shmuel amongst those who call out in his name. So we see Shmuel in some way is equivalent to Moshe It's amazing. Rabbanan, Rabbanan, say, fourth pshat. Zerah Anoshim. It's not pshat she was asking for godless. The opposite. Almost the opposite. Zerah Anoshim. Zera Shem, move la'ben Anoshim. She wanted someone who was average. Someone that's absorbed amongst the people. Yosur Dimi, Amar Dimi explain. What does that mean? Like aruch v'lay not too tall, not too short. Felay katan v'lay alem, not too thin, not too fat. Vay tzachor v'lay gihor, not too reddish, not too whitish. Vay hacham v'lay not too intelligent or uh, uh, unintelligent. Meaning she wanted an average person. That's what she was davening for. I want a normal kid. Average. That's, I don't want anything special. I'd say a lot in this, what the shot exactly is. But it's a fascinating. Sarah ben someone amongst the people. Okay. So later. So there's a they say there's this general concept that you want to be a representative. You, you want to be like, like everybody else. Like you know, uh, if I'm uh, surrounded by everybody, I don't need anything else. So it's it's a broker to like. You don't stick out. Don't stick out. You don't stick out. You know right. there was a, there was a, there used to there was a cartoon I forgot <laughs> who said and and the headline was who's it going to be and you see a bunch of geese and you see one geese with the neck sticking mm-hmm. out so it's like who do you think is going to get picked mm-hmm. so you are average yeah, I hear I hear yeah, it's like I hear you go under the radar yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I do not Hara, maybe there's different but ways that, that's maybe what I'm saying, yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying. yeah. let's go weiter. Yeah. Now this is after she brings little Shmuel, who's two years old, back to the Beis Miktah. She was answered. We're going right, to see yeah. from the next story after this that Shmuel did something against Eili. Yeah, right. And he was Chayv Misa. So she said back to Eili, I am the woman who stood with you about this. So Omar yeah. Bishu Balevi, Bishu Balevi comments, the fact that it says, meaning with you is mashma, that she was davening, but Eili had been standing as well. So, meaning what she was saying was, is that when I davened before for a, ba- for a baby, you had also been standing. So you see, you're not allowed to sit within four amos of tefillah. You're not allowed to sit when somebody's davening, davening within four amos of him. And now let's see what that story is. It's a fascinating story because Shmuel is two years old at this time, to keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I davened for this child. Umar B'lazer, said, Shmuel, Shmuel pasken the halacha in front of his Rebbe, which Teusufus says, since Eli was the Gadol Ador and Shmuel came to learn by him, he was considered his Rebbe, even though he hadn't learned anything. She never liked it. it says like this. It says, she comes to the base on and it says, They slaughtered the bull. <coughs> and they brought the child to Eli. So, the Gemara says, What does slaughtering the, the bull have to do with Bringing uh, Shmuel to Eli. What time? So, what's that? That's what time did happen? Oh, so the Gemara says there must be a relationship in these two these two events. Amar lahen, Eli. Amar Kiru Eli. Kirukay and leisivish v'lishchet. Eli said to the people, she's bringing a <in> call a carbuncalakay to do the <Hebrew> shriita. So, so Shmuel saw the Heber over there. We're looking for a Koyen to do the Shechita. So Amr, le, Amr lehu, Shmuel said to them, he's two years old, Lama baser Why are you looking for a Koyen to do the Shechita? Shechita bezark sheira. We know that even a non coin can do Shechita. So Isulak HaMei De'eli. They brought Shmuel in front of Eli. They wanted to know well, what's the deal. So Amr le, Eli said to Shmuel, How'd you know this? Where'd you get that alakha from? So Amar. uh, Amarle, so Shmuel said to Eli, "Miksev v'shochat akoyin." Doesn't say in the pasuk when it talks about shchita, you need a koyin. Ve'ekrivu akoyin kohanim. It says they shall bring close. Mikabola v'elach mitzvus mitzvus kehuna. From catching the blood and on is the mitzvah for kohanim. But Azar is allowed to do the shchita. Mikan l'shchita sheksher b'zahar. It's mitzvah for a czar. So, to to you're saying good, you're right. But You're, right. you're pasking aloch in front of your Rebbe, khala Anyone Allah in front of Rebbe is Chayev Misa. So what did he do? He turned to his, uh, Shmuel's mother. And Hannah started to scream, I daven for this child. You can't kill this child. So Amar Loss, he said back to her, leave me alone and I'll punish this child. And I'll daven, I'll get you a better child. When it's not such a chatzof. I mean... <laughs> So she said back, she said, No, this is the child that I want. Rabbi Sova just told me something very interesting. I forgot who he quoted, but he quoted somebody who said before Matan. Oh no, it doesn't work. This is this is after. Forget it. It's not true. I'll tell you after, but that's not to get to this. Let's finish up. It says "Chana spoke on her heart. It means she was Davening about the matters of her heart. In this context, we'll see about her breasts, actually. Amr if she said in front of Hashem, Rabboi nishloi Master of the world. barasa Whatever you created in a woman, you didn't create anything for naught. eyes to see, ears to hear. nose to smell. mouth to speak. hands to do work. feet to walk. But breasts, lahanikbahen, is to nurse a baby. These breasts that you gave me, lama, is it not to nurse? So give me a baby that I could nurse. So that was her argument. She was saying, based on my body, please give me a child. When we finish up the Gemara, it really is a separate point, not related to the story, just the same uh, author here. So Vamar Bilazar. It doesn't have to be her child, she can nurse somebody else's. Right? But she can't nurse if she's not uh, lactating, so she kind of needs to give birth in order to nurse. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Women don't. I mean, I have heard that there are instances where women can be triggered to lactate yeah. uh, based on hearing other children cry, but I don't think it's a very normal thing. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a natural. Meaning, it's not not a regular thing for sure. Okay. But the other way goes true is if a woman gave birth, that's what yeah. the wet nurses were. Is they're yeah. women who had their own babies, though. It doesn't yeah. work otherwise. You know. Um, so Teisa says right away, what do you mean? Anyone who keeps a fast on Shabbos? How are you going to keep a fast on Shabbos? Yes, so Teisa says, bad "Tainis bad bad dream, yeah. This is an example. He says, "Rabbi Nachmanal says, if it's for a, a bad dream, you could. If you so you sit uh, in a fast on Shabbos because of that reason, a bad dream, even if there's a negative decree of seventy years against him, it's torn up specifically Shabbos because everyone's enjoying and you're refraining, so it's even harder." But the Gemara says, even though it is, there's a great zchar for that, but he is punished because of the fact that he negated the Amen. enjoyment of Shabbos that he was supposed to. So what's the solution? He has to keep Sunday as a fast day to make up for the Avera of being Mivatel Einig Shabbos, even though it was necessary, but that is still an issue, so he keeps a fast day on Sunday. I will stop here. Three lines from the bottom. of am an alpha base. Right, yeah. Pick up tomorrow with lemon bass.